Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, is there something the Lord has been putting on the inside of you and you are looking for an opportunity to spread the word around or to enhance the kingdom of God through the various words of wisdom or experiences that God has deposited within you? I encourage you to check out the Anchor app, which is totally free and it's an easy way for you to record podcasts and share it and distribute it across the globe and enhance the kingdom of God through this process. Hope to see you there. God bless you. Hey everybody, welcome to Feel for the Soul with John Gifter. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's podcast where I'm going to talk about a very important aspect that I believe is going to be so important for you to uh, uh, be at a place of peace and rest and calmness knowing that if you are still alive, if you are still breathing, if you are able to listen to this podcast, I want you to understand that God has put an edge of protection around you and no weapon from against you will prosper. And that, you know, as long as it's not your time ordained by God for you to go, nobody, I mean just nobody can stop it. And I'm going to talk about something I believe is so important here because um, uh, before I go into the message that I have in store for you, I just want to take this time to let you all know that you can connect with me through the various social media platforms that I'm available on. I'm there on Instagram, Parler, Facebook, and you can also connect through uh, regular inspirations through WhatsApp. You can connect through my website or through the various social media platforms, or you can also uh, you know, check out my regular content on YouTube. And also, last but not least, don't forget to get my books, especially my new one, Unveil Your Purpose, uh, number one on Amazon as well. So more details at www.johngifter.com. And here's the thing I want you to understand. If you see in the book of Exodus chapter 2, most of you know the uh, the setup of the situation is that the, after a couple of generations after, uh, you know, Joseph and his entire family reach, you know, Egypt. What happens is that there comes a king who does not know about Joseph. There was a pharaoh who knew not Joseph. And because of that, he gets, you know, insecure. He's scared. What if these people who are multiplying, what if they use their power and outweigh me or, 
you know, what if they join hands with the enemy and because of that, I will be in trouble. He was insecure. Everything was perfectly fine, but he was insecure. See, you see the very essence that even insecurity can go to an extent where you want to imprison somebody else. You want to control somebody else. You want to manipulate somebody else. You want to censor them or cut their voice or you want to do that not because of anything they've done. It's just because you're insecure of your position. But here's the thing I want you to understand. Censorship and all these things, that's a totally different message, not for today. But I want to talk about something very important here, which caught my attention. And this particular aspect is found in the message translation as well as in NLT version. Okay, I, I do a lot of study, you know, looking out at different translations and all of that when I uh, minister. And uh, these two uh, translations use this word and I just want to share that with you. Um, so because this Pharaoh was insecure uh, and he wanted to protect his throne, what he did was he made his rule and what he said is, you know what, every Hebrew child, the male child should be killed. Okay, this was the rule in the land. But if it's a girl, let her live. But if it's a male child, let him be killed. And the chapter, the second chapter talks about this, that there was a man from the family of Levi married a Levite woman. The woman became pregnant and had a son. And this is the most important part. And I'm reading from, you know, the message version, but you can also get a very similar line from um, the NLT version. And this is what is really caught my attention. It says, she saw that there was something special about him and hid him. And NLT also talks about it in a very similar fashion when it says that when she saw this child, she realized that there was something special about the child. Okay. Uh, it says like this, she saw he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. Now, you may say every baby is special for their parent, right? Like nobody's going to say, okay, my child is not special. Your child is more special. That's not what it's going to be. But yes, something you realize that she was like, my child is special. So I'm going to hide him. I know what the rule of the land is. I know what the authority as mentioned you know today a lot of people go by this um i know i am coming back to this censorship stuff but here's the thing oh you know what if there, if those in authority have mentioned something we need to follow because they take the context mentioned in um the book of romans uh the kind of like you know taking it out of context but still they say you know what i need to obey my authority so if they want to cut off my freedom if they want to cut off my liberty if they want me to do something i need to obey them so even if it means that i need to sacrifice my son it's okay even if it means that i have to make a choice of being pro-choice which is against pro-life or pro-jesus even if it means that you know uh, millions of babies are going to be killed that's okay because i'm going to obey the authority that god has placed over me this is the kind of a way people are you know giving this excuse to you know um just go by it 
because they don't want to take responsibility. But you see that even in such a scenario, when all the odds were against, the Bible says that this woman thought that her baby was special. and But, you know, she didn't just think that the baby was special. She took an effort to protect the baby. She was bold in what she believed. I'm not ask, I'm asking you this simple question today. Uh, anybody can say, I'm bold in what I believe. But can you be bold like this lady where she risked everything to protect this baby? Because she saw there was something special about the baby. And what you realize is there were all the odds against and she could have given up. She could have just gone with the flow. She could have, you know, just, okay, fine. It's my bad. I'm in the wrong time in life. Maybe if I get a baby girl next time, it's okay. But let this baby be killed. She could have done a million things like that because every other baby was killed. Uh, the baby who so, uh, were uh, boys. But but here's the thing you realize that she took an action to protect her baby because she understood how special she he was. And I want you to understand, like, like I said, every baby is special to their parents. But this particular mother took that special initiative. I don't know about anybody else who would have done that, but she did it. But what I want you to understand is this. This baby was special. She thought the baby was special. But we always say something is special only if, if we say, you tell me something is special. What is special about it? What is special about this baby? This is just a new baby. Maybe you can have another baby after a while. I mean, like, so after the rule goes off, you can have another. Or you leave the land and go and you can have another. But what is special about this baby? But here's the thing. Right? Moses was the baby that is being referenced here. And here's the thing you need to understand. You know, when it's not your time to go, you will not go. What you realize is this. Moses had not done any miracle. He had not walked in the Lord or walked with the Lord. or He did not show any sign from his end because he was just a newborn baby, right? There was nothing special in him. It's not like there was a visitation like in the case of uh, Mary and Jesus or um, uh, John the Baptist and his parents or, uh, you know, Prophet Samuel and uh, Hannah. Or In this case, you don't see any idea like, you know, a visitation was there. There was no angelic visitation. There was no encounter you know, they didn't have any spiritual encounter for them to uh, bank upon the fact that the baby was special. They just believed the baby was special. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. But what you realize is there was nothing explicitly shown to the world that this baby was special. Yet, because she thought it was special, the baby was protected. What you realize is sometimes you don't understand the weight of it. Right? You think I'm just another baby. Or you think, what's so special about me? What's so great about me? I've not done anything, you know, that worthy. I've not done anything that I'm proud of or accomplished much in life. But here's the thing. This baby was special even before this baby accomplished anything. And that's why you realize that 
no matter what the odds were against, this baby's life was preserved. And I want you to understand the very fact that you're alive today, it's because God thinks you are special. It's because even though there were Herods trying to stop you, kill you, and, and, and ensure that you don't step into this planet, though there were all the odds they were trying to you know, take your life, maybe an accident or maybe uh, an addiction or maybe anything under the sun. But the fact that you're listening to me, the fact that you're still alive, the fact that you have breath in your lungs, it just means to say that God has been protecting you because he feels you're special. And today I want you to think about this. The fact that you're alive shows that you're special. We all say, what's so special about you? You're not done anything, right? But the fact that you're alive shows you're special. You're not done. You don't need to do something to show that you're special. You are special because you are special. I hope you're getting what I'm saying. I know I've been going all around the place, but this is a word that I wanted to share with you guys. To let you know that you are special and that's why you have this hand of protection over your life. And today I want to tell you guys that even before Moses gave his life to the Lord or you know walked in God's purpose or did anything that we can say is amazing feat achieved by Moses, he was special. And we see that God protected him in subtle ways, even before he ever spoke a word, even before he knew what his calling was, even before he knew God, because it was just a newborn baby. But that's what I want you to understand. You know, many times I've seen this, um, and in my own life I've noticed this. I've shared this a couple of times. When I was 45 days old, I became very sick. And all the doctors gave up on me and said, this baby is going to die. Inform all the relatives so that they come and see this baby before the baby dies. My life was at stake. My life was threatened. But the very doctors who came and said, this baby is going to die anytime, came back and said, this baby is well and able and you can take him out to your home. And... 27 years later, I'm still alive and whole as a testimony that if God has called you, even if there's a life-threatening issue coming against you, you are going to come out victorious. And the fact that I have breath shows that I have a purpose that God has not done with me yet. And that's the thing I want you to understand. You are not special when you do something. You're not special when you accomplish something. You are special just because you're a child of the King. I pray that this message blesses you, encourages you. Would love to hear from you guys. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this uh, podcast. And uh, like I said before, share it around, connect with me. Uh, and uh, don't forget to check out my other content and other platforms including YouTube and other social media platforms and also uh, my website and uh, my books so I would love to hear from you thank you so much again God bless you